Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the 612. <laughs> I'm your host, Sammy K, and I know you probably were not ready for me to blow your eardrums out, but what I'm telling you right now is I am on a new diet. I'm getting skinny. Spring break is around the corner, and I'm about to dive into a lot of me, 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 me to help you figure out you, 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 you. Okay. Okay. We're going to get into it all. I'm going to ramble. I'm going to go up. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go on tangents. You already know. So buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. I'm going to talk about so much in this episode. So why don't I just get started? Yeah. Guys, I literally am the next Beyonce. <laughs> so let's talk about how I was supposed to record yesterday. And I literally got off my shift, got home. My roommate was gone. The other two are still here, but Grace was gone. And that's my little, like, that's the person I go to to annoy throughout the day. You know, she needs her alone time. She needs her, I need separation from Sammy time. So, you know, I go in there, bother her, giggle, giggle, giggle. Then I come back to my room and she's all like, uh, let me relax now. And then, you know, I'll be on TikTok. And if it's too funny, I'm like, okay, so I know you said you're going to go to sleep, but I'm actually here to show you this because I think it's fucking hilarious. And she's like, haha, laugh funny. And then she's like, get out. <laughs> and... I miss my little nugget. She's having fun, though, and she's safe, so it's all good. She had to go home for a vacation. Somebody really let me save my money and buy these mics because I was like, I just have so much to talk about, and I really do, but I've realized in this seasonal depression that we're in, I am such an Enneagram type 7. Everyone who doesn't know what the Enneagram is, just pause the episode real quick, go answer the questions, find out your Enneagram, read your basic fears and basic desires, go find out what your compatibility is like with other people, and then boom, you're going to know so much more about yourself. It truly changed my life, not changed my life, but I think the more I read into like my Zodiac and into my Enneagram, I was like able to start understanding myself better. In the sense of, it's one of those things where it's a self-reflection thing. Like, it's not everything that you're going through. It's sort of like therapy, honestly. Like, a therapist isn't going to be able to tell you everything. But they're going to be able to sort of read you in a way where it's like, oh, shit. That's what I'm doing? That's what this is? This is my personality? Like, read about yourself. Literally educate yourself on who you are as a person. Go take the Enneagram. Okay, good. You guys are back from taking the test. Everyone who's a type one, I hate you. No, I'm kidding. The nice thing about the Enneagram rather than like Myers-Briggs is that it's literally a a pie chart and you're a little bit of everything and that's what I like. If you did take the test, you find out like what you become under stress and what you grow into with growth, like what other number you become. And at first I was always like, I don't think I'll... So for Enneagram seven with growth you become a five and under stress you become a one and fives are like the very my dad's a five and they're very craft they're like the craftsmen they love what they do they take a lot of time into it they get very focused into it they're very like knowledgeable people as well too in the sense of like 
they're knowledgeable in their craft or like in the thing that interests them and the thing that they're passionate about. And that's what sevens become undergrowth because sevens are like, I like to live life, be free, have fun. And our basic fear is we don't want to be in pain, which I'm like, that's so me. But what I never really looked into, because not a lot of people in my life are type one, which it's not like, oh, type ones are rare. It's just like the people in my life aren't type ones. I'm around a lot of sevens, eights, fours, threes, twos. And then my dad's a five. That's also rare. But I found out under stress, I become a type one. And type one is, I always, you can read more about all the types, but to me, I always see them as like the black and white thinkers. They're very like into their morals and like there is no gray area really. And I was like, okay, well, what does that exactly mean? Because that's not me. I'm not a very black and white. I live in the gray. Love the gray. Fifty shades of it. Mm, Delicious. Love it. Eating it up. Yes. But then I was reading type seven in like average levels. And then when they get to unhealthy levels. And then I read type one at their average levels. And I was like, oh my gosh, this like type seven in their unhealthy levels like it's really really bad as anyone's unhealthy level it's unhealthy therefore not good and I was like okay well it's not that bad but then you read like type one on average level and I'm like oh my gosh this is actually what I do so I have it pulled up and I realized that it's not in like low high when you're healthy it's number one which duh I should have figured that out blue ribbons only (laughs) golden blue (laughs) but like a level six of a one is highly critical both of self and others picky judgmental perfectionist very opinionated about everything correcting people and badgering them to quote-unquote do the right thing as they see it impatient never satisfied with anything unless it is done according to their prescriptions moralizing scolding abrasive and indignantly indignantly angry And so everyone needs to remember no one is perfect. Everyone gets to those points and those mood swings. And honestly, anyone who's in Minnesota, not just if you're up in the cities or if you're down in Cato, we all just lived through this freaking snowstorm that just happened. Seasonal depression is a real thing. There's this time in life where like, The clouds come in and this white stuff falls from the sky and it's cold and not just like fall cold. It's like negative 10 when you wake up cold and you're lucky if you get to zero by noon. What? Who put us here? Why do we choose to stay? What's going on? So, yes, I fully was supposed to record yesterday and I just was like, you know what? I'm feeling like I need to take a me time. I do not want to even get the mic out and set up and do all that. But today's a much better day. Look at yourself. Look at the things that you're doing because knowing what like an unhealthy you looks like, you can check yourself. Like now my new thing is going to be, oh, I'm being a one. I'm, I'm my one self right now. I'm being a one. And then, you know, when good things happen, oh, look at me turning into a five, you know. But there's ones who are like, there's some people with growth, they become a one. And that's something that they need. It's something where it's like, it's something 
that they that they in themselves need to work on being more like a one. You should not want to be one thing. You want to be many things that make you you. So take your time, check yourself, check in with yourself, treat yourself nicely. We're almost done with winter. We're finally going to be into the spring months in literally less than a week. So that's very nice. I cannot wait for March. March is like my pregame to summer. I just sort of turn it up a notch. I get ready. I'm like, oh my God. March though is my level up season. It's always been, I did traveling sports growing up and it always was like, oh, spring tournament. We're going to go on a trip, you guys. And I was like, yeah, we're getting out of the cold. We're going to Arizona. We went to Vegas for a showcase, got our ass handed to us. But it was still fun. We still had fun in Vegas. One of our friends, one of our friends, one of our teammates, I say friends, and it's so interesting. Like, I wonder how many teammates still talk to each other after high school um, into, like, college. Or, like, college teammates are different, especially if you guys were, especially D2, D1 college teammates. Y'all were going through it together. But I really wonder how many, like, childhood athletes ever talk to each other again or like keep in touch and some of them go on to do bigger and better things but they're I'm trying to think of like my my club team and there's not everyone plays college soccer there were so many girls too who were like I think I want to play I think I would play and I was like the youngest of siblings who did play d1 sports they didn't play d1 soccer but I was like no Sports growing up, there was always this battle of, like, practice or social life. Literally, like, our last season, I was I was definitely the social life person. There were connections and relationships I wanted to have and build with people where I was like, I have a great bond with my team. My team loves me. I love them. We all work great together. If I'm going to explain to my team, no, I have to leave because I need to go to camp. They're going to be like, yeah, that's Sam's thing. She likes camp, you know? And it was like, Sam's good. And that's the thing. I went by Sam growing up. My team was the only one who used to call me Sammy. And now the world can know me as Sammy. Isn't that crazy? Changed my whole Instagram handle and everything. (laughs) But what was I talking about? Oh, camp. But I remember our last season, we were... On the track to nationals, we are at regionals, and I wanted to go to I wanted to go to starter. First week for the high school kids, we get to go up before they have any campers up there. We sort of get camp ready, you know, freshen it up, break it in a little bit for all the kids to come up. And we had we won the game, and I was supposed to leave that game and miss the last game for us to go to nationals. And my sister and my mom came to the game and after the game pulled me aside, they're like, you know what? We really think you should stay. Like, we'll we'll figure out camp. We'll get you there. But we really think that you can you should stay. And I was like, let's keep in mind, my mom was already going to have to pick me up from camp early for another soccer tournament the next weekend. I was like, are is this what we're doing? Am I really going to miss the bus? Am I really going to stay? And I was like, you know what? This could be our last game in this tournament. 
sure, I'll stay. And I stayed, and it was a great decision. We went on to nationals, but it's like we have all those memories, and it's one of those things where it's like I would love to reunite with some of them. and Well, not some, all of them, because I'm like we're all at very different places in our lives. There's Ivy League students now, and there's sorority girls, and there's, I don't know, it's just a very wide variety of talented young athletes who are now doing very different things. And I'm like, we were, we were, we were a little family. And especially at our club, our club was competitive, but it was a smaller club. So we definitely were a little family. Like, and our team had been together. Some of us had been together since we were 11. So at the end of the day, it used to be like, oh my gosh, we're going on a, in a away tournament. I'm on such a tangent right now. I'm so sorry, but we're going on an away tournament. And by the end of like that season, like probably the last three months, our manager sort of knew like I'm putting everyone in the exact same rooms because that's what we wanted. Like it's like, oh, I want to see everyone. Let's all hang out. But like, no, these three girls are the ones I want to room with because we just get each other. We get the routine. We get the shower routine. No, I don't want to stay with anyone else (laughs) in it. And it worked out perfect and and I have a lot of love for what sports brought me in in my life today. So much so that I'm gonna play intramural sports starting in March. Yep, that's right. That's why March is my level up month. It's when I'm gonna be getting ready for summer, getting skinny, working out. Okay, on a different note. I want to talk about something that I'm talking. I talked about personality. I talked about the Enneagram. I want to talk about birth order because it's important. It's very important. There is something that happens to you as a person simply because of the order you were born in. Similarly, there is something that happens naturally to a person who has no siblings. Let me elaborate. The oldest, we are so sorry you feel you were wronged by your parents in the sense that you were pioneers for the rest of us. You were the first, not just pioneers for the rest of us. You were the first pioneers. And the rest of us sort of got a little roadmap of what we could, you know, and we could find detours and shortcuts and da-da-da-da-da-da. We're sorry you feel that way. We're sorry you're hurt. Um, Unless, oh, not we. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're hurt because I'm not the oldest. (laughs) And... You know, there's not really much more I can say besides sorry. (laughs) But I also want to just say, part of me, that's just like the nice side of me. Part of me wants to be like, can you just suck it up? Like, you're complaining for what? Nothing's going to change. There's no time machine. Stop whining to mom and dad that, but I never got to do that. Okay, okay, that's great. Why are you trying to ruin it for the rest of us? Mom and dad have now seen the wrong of their ways and are trying to correct it. Like, 
sorry, you can't always correct it with the first trial. Look at like the moon landing and NASA. I swear they had some pretty bad test runs. But eventually Neil Armstrong cut up there. To the middle children, I want to say, I'm sorry the oldest spends so much time bossing everyone around and that the youngest spends so much time causing chaos and that they're bickering about da 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 and the youngest is like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and middle children... I'm just sorry you sort of get lost in all of that mix. I'm especially sorry for the bad middle children who all you have to do is fly under the radar. There are at least two other kids. If there's multiple middle children, literally all you have to do is fly under the radar. The parents are looking at first and last. They're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Unless there's an age gap, then it's a whole different story. You have your own independent ways and time schedule and And I'll get to that at the end. But middle children, you really had one job and it was to fly under the radar because that's what it is. That's like the biggest thing they say about middle kids. They just get lost in the mix. And I'm like, have you have you seen what the oldest and youngest children look like? And it's also a very different dynamic if it's like your oldest and youngest of three are the same gender or and the middle child is a different gender, because then it's like, okay, well, especially if the oldest and youngest are both girls and the middle is a boy, I feel like guys are way more nonchalant about everything in life. So you really had it easy. If you're like the messed up kid and you're the one always being yelled at and you're the one always in trouble, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong because I swear the way parents treat their oh my gosh, our only son. They're like, yes, the family name is being carried on. You are literally like a little prince for sure, hands down. It's really not that hard to be like, uh, it's not that hard to get away with stuff, number one. And number two, parents already, for some reason, they just like lower the expectation for boys. They're like, oh, he's a boy. It's okay. Boys do dumb stuff. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't ask for a vagina. (laughs) But somehow it's like, no, you're a girl. Come on, figure it out. (laughs) And it's different, though, if it's like a middle child who's a girl and she has two brothers. Yeah, you're the little princess. All eyes are on you. Sorry about that one, too. But it's still pretty simple to just be like, zoop. You didn't see that coming. And if you're the princess, it's sort of simple to be like, but I'm the only girl. Oh, that's our daughter. It's okay, honey. Especially with the boys being with the boys being boys. It's like, oh, my sweet little angel. She could do no wrong. Unless you just unless you just ruthless and mean and ugh. But no, when it's all the same gender or two or you're the same gender as the oldest, it's, I don't know. It just seems like you should be flying through the mess without a, not without a scratch, because you're only child number two. They haven't perfected it yet. I don't know. And for the youngest, I just want to say, go you, go best friend. You're doing amazing, sweetie. (laughs) Everyone who's an oldest or middle child's like, Sammy, you suck, and you are literally the worst people out there. 
No, youngest guys, we are, we're a different kind of trailblazer. We are the ones who are like, you know what? Either you're with me or you're against me. Either I'm going all the way or I'm not doing nothing. I don't want to half-ass this. I want to live my life. And you want to know why? It's because you had all those older people telling you what to do and how, oh, it's so unfair. She gets to do this and we didn't get to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Did I ask to be born last? No, I was just blessed. Okay? Okay. Don't be trying to take somebody else's blessing. That's rude. (laughs) It's rude. It's rude. I am the youngest. Yes, I am indeed. And I would like my apology to the youngest children is I'm sorry that you got more parents than you asked. Than You didn't even ask for any parents, but that you, than you, than the typical only child. Yup. Mm-hmm. You got more parents than them. Let's just check the family tree real quick. Age gap excluded. We're on the same level, honey. It goes grandma and grandpa, their kids, our parents, us. We're on the same playing field. And I would like if people stopped telling me what to do, period. And that's the thing. It's not a matter of I don't want you to say what you feel you should say, but say it in a suggestive way rather than in a I'm telling you what to do and you need to listen to me and da 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 Nope, nope, nope. We're not here for it. Uh, I don't like it. It's uh, a bit weird, if you ask me. I think it's a, a little rude. Not rude. I'd use that word. It's a bit uh, preposterous to think that uh, the youngest is just going to automatically listen to you. Unless they're a little shizer like myself. I am a people pleaser. So I literally am a people pleaser, though. There's the youngest who's like the defiant, I don't give up. F. And then there's like the youngest who is like, good, 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 because they're trying to get the good graces. And then boom, when everyone's like, oh, she's such a good kid, it's like, yeah, I'm a good kid. And that's why I can do whatever I want, period. No, but the youngest, you play your cards right. That's all I'm going to say. You play your cards right and you're going to be living the life you want to live, okay? Why are you bringing this up, Sammy? Why are you bringing up birth order? Why are you talking about family? Why are you talking about personality? Why are you talking about Enneagrams? I'm talking about it because the last episode I brought you on to talk about love and feelings and how men need to get their shit together because we're... Sorry, excuse my language. And I posted that, of course, before February 14th. Valentine's Day, the day of love, the weekend before Super Bowl weekend. Go Rams, go Rams, go. (laughs) On February 14th, I took it upon myself to make a statement, to post something, to say, caption, I got me, myself, and I, because I don't have a lover. I don't have a roster. I don't have a partner. I have a best friend though but I don't have somebody in my life where it's like oh roses and candlelit dinner or homemade dinner or going out to dinner you know I'm very um food focused when it comes to anything in my life take notes boys that's most women 
but that's not me. And I have my own person. I am my own person. And I took these bomb ass photos months ago. And I was like, you know what? I want people to see them. I or some of them, not all of them. <laughs> I had a little shoot. And I decided to post some of these pictures, three to be exact, for me, myself, and I. And um, I want to say last week. Well, yeah, definitely last week. I'm scrolling on Instagram. And all of a sudden, I see my mother's government name. And I'm like, huh. My mom doesn't have Instagram. And underneath it, it says new to Instagram. I'm like, I'm going to go to it. And I look, she's following somebody. I'm like, oh, I wonder if this really is my mom or if there's somebody else with her unique last name too. Click on it. She is following a woman with my legal government name. And I'm like, that's not me though. I'm confused. So I hit her up. I said, did you get an Instagram? She replies, sure did. Winking tongue out emoji, if you know what I mean. Like the ah one, <laughs> but not the ah in a funny way. <laughs> like the like before there was the cute ah one. <laughs> then she asked, how was your party? I said, good. Then I said, you're not following my account. She says, and I quote, I really have no desire, dear. What? Excuse me? What do you mean you have no desire to follow me? I'm the most like active. I won't even say active. My siblings do be active on their Instagram accounts. But I'm the one who talks about it the most with my parents. Like my parents are my best friends. So I'm like, what do you mean, bestie? What do you mean you don't want to follow me? Then she goes on to elaborate. My sister, aka my aunt, asked me if I had seen your pictures on Instagram. She's seen all of yours. AKA after I posted my Valentine's Day post, which I know, I know my siblings follow. I know my, I have a couple of aunts that follow. My parents don't have Instagram. So it's never been like a, like a, oh, my parents are going to see it too. And everything I put on social media is something that I feel comfortable enough where I would be like, here, you can look at my Instagram. You can scroll through. You can, like, there's nothing that's horrible or taboo. There's not like gang gang in this bitch. Like, no. I ain't got no guns up in there. I ain't stripping yet. But I was just like, what? So then after that, she goes, so I decided to see what she was talking about. I just hit her with the okay. She left me on red. I was like, you know what? This is the thing. This is why I'm going to talk about family because family's complicated, everyone. And it's also complicated being the youngest because your parents are trying to figure out like, especially me, I'm 11 years removed from my next sibling in this family. And so, because I have two families, so I said this family. So my parents are sort of, they didn't do the whole social media thing with my siblings. The only thing was Facebook and I don't know. But they didn't do Instagram or Snapchat with them. They didn't have to worry about all that with them. So for me, it's definitely like sort of like, ah, first kid all over again. But it's also like she's the youngest and it's different times. And we're really chill because we're older. (laughs) But I was just like, you know what? I know you and keep in mind, I'm like, you know what? None of my siblings liked the picture and my sister and brother like every single photo. And I sort of figured my brothers wouldn't like it because 
I was like, I don't know. That might be a little awky for them. I fully am like on my back in the picture, lace glove, and my legs are up against like this wall and they're crossed. It's like a very sexy little photo shoot I took. If you haven't seen it, go follow underscore K dot Sammy underscore. Yep. Go give it a follow. Give, give it a like. A little likey like. It's Black History Month, so do your part, people. <laughs> but no, they... I knew my brothers probably wouldn't because it's like a little bit more, oh, mm, that's a little sexy. That's a little mm, awky for me to be liking, I think, for them. But like my sister, I was just like, okay, well, why wouldn't you like it? I'm confused. Like, I get it. That's not what you're posting on your IG. But at the end of the day, I'm definitely, I think it's because my mentality is so you do you. I'm like, I'm always going to be your hype man. I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to hype you up. I mean, as long as it's not drugs, but <laughs> I said, I don't care. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Don't be don't be doing nothing trifling, trifling where it's like we might have to have an intervention. But to me, I was just like, OK, so if my mom and my aunt are talking about this picture and I don't know what they're saying, I just know that they're talking about it. What's to have me think that the rest of my siblings aren't also talking about it? And I'm like, you could have at least dropped a like, dropped a comment. Like, you didn't even have to like it. You could have been like, wow, like eye roll emoji. You could have said something to me. You could have texted me. But no, no one wanted to have a conversation with me. No one wanted to like put it out there in the open, I guess. And it's, I get it. Cause for them, there's been so many years of like, oh, Samantha, don't do this, don't do that, da 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 And now I'm at this point where they can't really just tell me what to do anymore. I mean, they can. Doesn't mean I'm going to listen. But it's also one of those things where I'm like, can we get into this level of siblingship, siblinghood, or something? I get it. We're all at different stages in life. Two of my sisters just had kids last year. My brother's getting married next month. And I am the sad, lonely youngest who gets to do whatever I want. Like, that's the best, that's the best to me right now. I'm like, you were doing the same thing at my age. I mean, I mean, they actually all were in relationships at my age. But did those work out? I don't think so. I'm living and doing me. And I'm at this point in my view of life and stuff where I'm like, can we have fun together now. Like I'm finally an adult. This is what we waited for. I feel like for me, well, maybe they didn't wait for it. They like, were like, Oh no, stop growing. And meanwhile, I was like, I can't wait to be a part of this crew. Y'all and your three musketeer little trio. Let me in. Knock, knock, bitch. Guess who's at the door? Me. I'm here and I'm ready for it. I'm ready to have fun. I'm ready to join y'all. I'm ready to do my adult thing and be like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. And if you don't like it, Sorry, not sorry. This is what I'm going to do. As long as it's not affecting you. That's my thing. And I'm like, I don't, it does, how does this affect you? Your friends are talking about it? Great. Let them talk. I'm confused. I'm really just confused. I'm very confused. So with all that being said, go work out, join an intramural sport, appreciate your high school sport days. I swear to God, if you're here at the end of the episode and you haven't even taken the Enneagram, you best go take the Enneagram right now. Go do it. Figure out what you are, what your desires are, what your fears are. Figure out how you need to grow. 
in what happens to you when you're under stress. Because I know midterms are coming up for y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you have something to say about a sibling, if you can talk about it with another sibling, be ready to say it to their face. That's how I feel, especially about things that really aren't bad. If it's not bad and it's if, but no, um, go talk to your sibling. Go tell them you love them first. And then, you know, little compliments, little love sandwich. Love you, girl. I really do. What were you thinking posting that? What were you thinking doing this? Oh my gosh, you did what? You said what? You bombed what? Go, bring it up. Have conversations. Laugh. Make memories. Love up on each other. Like, there's so much I don't even know with siblings and, like, you grow apart eventually. No. These are your peeps. These are your day ones. These are the OGs. Go talk to them. Go love up on them. Laugh. Cry. Hug it out. And then go tell your parents that you love them and that they did the best job they could raising you. And to all my youngest, make sure you let them know you are superior. (laughs) Thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode of The 612. I know this is probably the most chaotic one you've listened to. So glad that you all stuck it out with me. I dropped some. It was it was like literally my favorite episode to record. Favorite solo episode to record. I am in my room right now. Bonnet on. Sitting. Chilling. Um, I will be back next week because I love the bi-weekly break, bi-weekly break. It's so nice, so flexible. It gives me time to be depression and gives me time to also have my fun with my roommates and make memories with them so that I can talk about the experiences we're having. So without further ado, thanks again for listening and I will be back next week. <laughs>